the word of God. Let's look to God in prayer. Father God, we want to thank and praise the Lord this morning. Lord God, we welcome you to come and be speaker and speak to us that we could get closer and produce more fruits in our life, oh God. Lord God, we invite you in this very moment. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Just after the Second World War, as it was coming to an end, there was a man, in, he was in prison in Russia. In 1945, they put him to prison. And uh, recent age, he was released. In 2000, he was released from that prison. And this man, age, he, on 2000, he released, he started speaking his own language. But nobody understand in Russia. Then they, everybody thought that it's mental problem. Then, again, they lock him up. Then, he said, he speaks the language, but nobody understand. Then, psychiatrists came and saw. Then, he gave a report that he speaks a language that is not mental health. He was from Hungary, so he was speaking a Hungarian language, which was the old language that now it has been, as the language goes, you know, better and better, and the, those old primitive language, no more people are speaking. Then the psychiatrist gave the report, and they released him. When he went to prison, he was just 20 years old. In 2000, when he released, he was 75 years old. When he came out from the prison, even he couldn't walk, so they put him to the wheelchair. This is the funny thing. means after coming from the prison, what would be your first thing you want to do? What would you do first? You would, well, I will go and see my family probably, isn't it? And or probably, or haven't eaten the food that's many years, or something, you know. This guy, it's such a very, very, I mean, nobody even thought that he would ask this. This guy, he asked, can I have a mirror? A mirror. And people surprised. They gave him a mirror. He saw and he started crying. The last time he saw mirror was 55 years ago while he was 20. He started crying. Then he started saying, I lost my everything. I lost my identity. I lost my time. I lost everything. And he started crying. Indeed, that would, isn't it? Today I'm going to speak 
as we have been thinking of, I mean, meditating every Sunday that who is Jesus? We have been seeing that Jesus is the shepherd who came to, you know, to look after his sheep, to his flocks. And Jesus is the bread of life. And he is the door. And age, all these things we have been pondering and all we have meditating all the last couple of months. Today I want to share Luke chapter 19 verse 10. It says, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus, it is the son of man, it is the Jesus, he came to seek and to save the lost. It means he want to reinstate the lost people. He want to bring back the, uh, the people who is not going in the right direction. Jesus himself is picturing here as a seeker who is seeking people. You know, and when we are, when do we think we are lost? When do you think I lost? I have felt a couple of times in my life, there are times that I feel lost. But when you're not sure of your direction and don't know where you are going and where to turn, which road to take, that's where you lost. And when you have, don't have a definite sign or landmark, you're going, then you feel you're lost. If you're going, especially we go now and then to Edinburgh. As I moved to Edinburgh, it says, oh, Edinburgh, this many kilometers, this many kilometers. Then I know that I'm in right direction. If there is no definition, definite of landmark, and then there is no sign, then you're not sure, am I going in the right direction? And that's where we feel ourselves lost. The word of God in Proverbs 3, verse 6, it says, In all your way, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That's I like it. If all you're acknowledging, you know, all we are very familiar with these words, um, this, the acknowledging. When you open the book, acknowledgement, it's written, isn't it? The first one, I mean, the second page probably it will be written, acknowledgement, means the author is acknowledging. He is, like, other know that, who make this book possible? Who help him? Who correct the English? Or who sponsor financially? Who motivate him to speak, I mean, to write this book? That's what, whenever we open a book, it's an acknowledgement. Means God saying that, you acknowledge that way. Whatever you do, you acknowledge that all you are doing because I am with you, because of my grace, then he will direct our path. And today, I was saying a little about, you know, about directing, how God directs. Because Jesus came to seek the lost. You know, when we are lost, when we don't know what direction we are going. And today's teenager and there are college students and they lost which direction, what the career they have to take, you know, what is the best option that, you know, all this, they look, it is a very hard moment to think and to take decision. But if they acknowledge that 
then God will direct their path. God directs paths. Without God direction, there is no destination. Without direction, we may get into danger. Without direction, there is delay. And without direction, there is a wastage of resources. Just because we are moving forward, it does not mean that we are in right direction. And we have capacity and we have resources. It does not mean that we are in right direction. Just because we are moving in freedom and it does not have any problem, it doesn't mean that we are in right direction. There are very imp a Christian someone who directed by God. In Psalms chapter 1 verse 4, it says like this. Wicked are like chaps that the wind blows away. What the Bible is trying to say are they are like flying. They are flying but without direction. See, we have seen people are oh like flying. People they are going. You know it. You know what God says: the wicked like chaps. They you know wherever the wind blow, it's just blow them. You know they are flying but without direction. And as in recent age, we know that MH370, the Malaysia airline, left Kuala Lumpur. And he, it had all requirement, fuel, pilot, and everything was perfect. And it was a modern aircraft. And till date, we don't know where it is. All we know that it lost its direction. A ship that is lost a ship that is lost in direction is bound to be destroyed. A train that does not stray, does not stay in the track, it is bound to derail. Just as the driver determines the direction of travel, God determines God determine direction of our steps in life. If you look at the Jude chapter, Jude has only one chapter anyway. Verse 13, I like there. It says like that. They are wild waves of the sea, foaming up their same wandering star, for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. The words here, the wandering star, whoa. Look at the name they have here. The wandering star. They are cloud up in the sky. They are lofty star in the sky. They are moving here and there without direction. They can be star, but they are wandering star. If God is not leading them, they would be. God directs. God does not want us to be wandering and carried away in the wind. Psalms 37, verse 23, it says, A man's steps are established by the Lord, and the takes pleasure in his way. Means, a steps of a good man, it is ordered by God. Always we have to understand that. God does not take us wonder, but always he directs our path. If we look into the 
Luke chapter 19 and, seven, 19 and verse 10, Jesus is comes, those who are wandering, those who are going in the wrong direction, those who are lost, he wants to save them. He wants to give a hope. That's why he came to this earth, because he cared for the lost people. The God who cared for the lost people. And the story of the lost sheep who had a hundred sheep and one is lost. And he left all the 99 and he went to search only one sheep. If I have a hundred dollars and if I have one dollar, if I lost, I don't know. I will search or I will, I don't know. But, uh, you know, the common thing of this lost sheep has that. It, it is also a precious. It is the, the 99 sheep that is, on, that is in fold. Have, it is equal and it is at the same value than the lost one. That's why God came. I mean, Jesus Christ came to seek and to save because he cared for the lost people. God is willing to pay any cost to rescue you. Yeah. If we think of your lost, like a lost you know, prodigal son, when he realized he came back, but he was lost, the Bible says. And the, in the parable of lost, the sheep, we can see that he rescued not only one, but he also the, uh, took the, the challenge leaving this 99 and going for one. Means God wants, and when it is 99 and one, that means it is just one percent, isn't it? Means God wants full, amen. Our God was not just 5 percent, 10%, 99%. He wants 100, amen. If God wants to bless us, he will bless us in that way, hallelujah. You have to, we have to go back. When I say hallelujah, you have to say praise the Lord, I think. <laughs> That's what we do in India. The preacher says hallelujah, then they say praise the Lord. Then the preacher will say, you know. <laughs> That's what means God. He, he is a God who cares for the lost. There are, this world is not, today you may see so many books that, you know, you can read and uh, follow, but there are, I means all that book have been written in the world about love and how to be loved or how to be, you know, success and all that. But there is not even a, anybody who can say, follow me. There is nobody on this. I have, you know, that much experience. You come after me, I will teach. It is only God, you know, he teaching this and is the God who care for his people and it is he want to rescue us Jesus he did not have any option did he have any way that he could have without coming no he did not he took this you know challenge he took this hard decision for human being so that he could die on earth. He did not have any option because he wanted to rescue that lost ship. God, God is willing to walk the length for you. God is committed to bring you back. He has no option. And how can someone be lost? 
you know, there are times, you know, when we go our own way, like unfaithful sheep who doesn't listen the separate voice. And there are times, that time, we get lost. And Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 12, it says like this. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flocks, when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. God himself, he said that the sheep that has scattered and that the sheep that has gone through this cloudy day, all this dark, I will rescue them. There are a time in our life we felt like that. We are in a cloudy day when life became meaningless, life became useless, life became, you know, that zero coming after all this study, after all this success, all life became in that moment that you feel you are nothing. In that, uh, that the, the, I mean, the term I could say that the day of cloudy or the cloudy day of darkness that comes, that, you know, there are times in our life, if someone that you are so close, all of a sudden they're taken away and they left you or they don't want to be friend anymore or they don't want to be, you know, associated with you, you feel like you lost something. The cloudy day, that's, that's where you feel like you are good for nothing. You are useless. But even you are that moment, God say, even though you have scattered, even though you have gone away, you know, I will rescue you. The prodigal son, he, do you know that he lost his identity when he left his house? He was the, it says the youngest son, isn't there? The youngest son, he asked his father, the property, that, that his share, and he left home. And after that, the Bible says, he wasted his money, and at the end, he looked after the pigs. Then, while looking after the pig, he thought himself, I will go back to my father. And I will tell him, I have sinned against you and the God. Forgive me and keep me as your servant. Because I'm not worthy anymore to be called your son. You know, what? why did he say that himself? I'm no longer anymore, I mean, your son. I'm not worthy to be called anymore your son. Keep me, you know, as a servant. He see himself. He mess up his life. And he see himself not anymore as his, you know, father. I mean, as a son. He's not looking... He is looking, I could say that, he is looking himself in a soiled mirror. He doesn't see anymore as a son to his father. He is seeing as a servant. There are moments, you know, when we see ourselves, when we don't see the word of God, we feel like that. 
I'm useless. All my days gone. And because you are seeing that soiled mirror. You know, I was a little bit meditating this as well. How did this mirror come to? Who invented this mirror to see, you know? It's quite interesting. It seems in the olden day, people, well, when they did not have this mirror, when they wanted to see their face, you know where they used to go? They used to go to the clear water, yeah. Then there was the second, then they used to brush the, um, nicely brush the brass, I mean the nice the steel and all. They used to polish and they used to see, it seems. Means uh, people, you know, sometimes what do we see? We see only our skin and, you know, all, isn't it? It's not really with we are. Really, when we see the word of God, it is exactly it reflect what you are, where you are. And this man, this, the youngest son who left father, he see himself that he is nothing anymore. He is a servant. He wanted to go back. And he is, doesn't have right to be called anymore son. And he see that. Because he messed up his life and he's seeing his life that way. And that's where God, Jesus comes to rescue. When he went back, father even did not mention anything about servant. Did he? No. Because God is a loving God. Hallelujah. Am I? God is such a wonderful God. I, I, really, we have a God who doesn't judge. Yeah. Am I? Right? Our friend, our family, our workplace, they may look you down, they may judge you, they may, you know, they give me you, you know, all this um, average and this, that. But God is a God. He's 100% look after us. He loves us like nobody on this earth. He's a God. And the, when this son went back to his father... The first thing, put him new robes. You know, he put the new robes, he put the rings, he put the sandals. He did not say yes. You Actually, I was meditating a little bit. And there is a, um, there, some of the scholars say that father, he lost because of this son, some of he made, he caused trouble to father because father would have sold his property or land or anything that would have, he sold it for his son to give. But when he come back, he did not think of his um, lost. He lost, he caused, this son caused him trouble, difficulties and sad, but he did not say that. He, rather fast, he gave the robes. The robes, in the Bible, it signifies that it's a new life. That's why it says, my son was dead and he is alive. You know, and when he gave the ring, ring signifies the authority. You are the household person. You are not servant anymore. That is authority when you have rings. That's what the Bible. And he gave his sandal. It seems the sandals signify or it is the 
reprinted of not being slave anymore. You are not a slave. Our God is a God. When, when we go through those dark, cloudy days, and still yet he loves us, still he looks after us, and he cares for us. <coughs> I could say this is an unfavorable season. You know, this dark, cloudy days, do you know, this is a natural phenomenon, it seems. It is a natural thing. It is not a chemical process, or it is, a not, it is not a human med. You know, when we are going through this dark, cloudy day, in the life, it is a natural process, because this dark, cloudy day, after that, we have nice and bright and sunny day. Nice and sunny and bright day doesn't bring dark, cloudy day. Doesn't it? No. But after that, that dark, cloudy day, that dark day, one day that will bring a rain. That will bring a blessing. Amen. If you have been hurt, thank the Lord that you are still with the God. If you have been sick, thank the Lord. All you have gone through for a better for a better person to, you know, to be, get close to God. And this un, unfavorable season, the cl dark, cloudy day that we have been gone through, there was a time I felt that my life was dark, actually. That was soon after my father died because we were, nobody were working in our family. Only my father, he used to work and he support everybody. My mother's mother, she never worked anywhere or go for labor work because she had four children and relatives. My, my aunties, those were not married those days and he was, she was looking after. So she never worked anywhere and we were from a small village. Only we had a work during the plantation and the harvest, harvest time. After that, there would be no work. When my father died, you know, the, the cheapest thing to leave you need is that salt. You know, that is the cheapest because you may not own the house. You may, you know, anything you do, like what I felt is that even in our, my family, nobody even have and money even to buy a salt. You know, that is the common thing, that the very small little thing means I felt that time I'm in like dark. My life became dark. Where I would go, nobody earned any money and nobody knows how to earn any money. Where would go? Life became dark even though I was living in the, you know, dead you know, but I felt like that I was, I mean, in my heart, I was living in dark. Means all my future became dark. Who was always there? He gone. In the life, in that moment, sometimes comes and go, but God is always there. And that is, you know, but God is so gracious that through this dark, you know, moment, this unfavorable season that we go through, God is there because he came to rescue us. He is a rescuer. He is a seeker. He is seeking every, even the, the one person that lost, you know, that is precious for him because he is a God who wants 100%. Amen. 
And this parable of the prodigal son, this boy, I mean this man, he is identifying himself as a lost, you know, he lost his identity. That's why he says that I'm a servant. And there are times, according to the books of Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 21, it says like that. The shepherd are stupid. There is another verse, it says, the shepherd are senseless. They don't seek the Lord. Therefore, they have not prospered, and their whole flocks in scattered. Sometimes we are scattered because of the unfortunate shepherd, because the, that unfortunate friend, because of that person, because of somebody that you were so close, they led you astray, because of in some friend's influence, because of this false friend, because of this toxic friend, you became unscattered, you know, when you became like the old soul, God saying that, I am here to help you, I am here to rescue you, our God is a God who wants to rescue, who putting himself in danger, putting his life into the cross, he came to rescue that we could have that fullness of life not 99 it's the fullness god want to bless us 100 percent if we you know and there is a verse in the daniel chapter 9 verse 7 it says lord you are righteous but this day we are covered with shame the men of judah and people of jerusalem and all israel both near and far in all countries where you have scattered us because of our unfaithfulness to you. Sometimes the sheep became scattered because they don't recognize the voice of the shepherd. And here it says that because of unfaithfulness, there are times you know, God has been faithful, but we go our own way. And therefore, you know, we feel like scattered. We feel like we are uncared. We feel like we have lost everything. But God's word says that I have come to rescue you. Wherever you are today, know that it is make sure through this little my sharing that you are precious. In a God's sight, even the one person, you know, he had 99. Only one sheep was lost. But he came down. He left them in the danger of those 99. And he took, you know, the risk to find the one sheep that was lost. And that's what today I want to encourage you that wherever you are, you make sure you know that God loves you. And he came to Find you where you are today. He came to rescue. He came to bless you. If you have come today with this heart, you find, I mean, I have been going to church, but I'm no, nobody care. Nobody, you know, look after me. But there is a goal. wanted to say that I'm the same person that who died on the cross. I'm the same God who told you know, for the son of man who came to seek and to save the lost. I am with you. The God who cares us. The God who loves the lost. 
He and you are precious as equal as those 99 sheep. Age. And what of God says that there are times we go through dark season. And there are times we go through this unfaithful season. And there are times we go and we lost our identity because we look ourselves. We don't look in the mirror of the word of God and we think I am useless. I am nothing. I have been, you know, doing, wasted my time. But look at the word of God, who you are. You are precious. You are same value as those 99. You are the son. You are not a servant anymore. You are the son and you are redeemed with the precious blood of God. You know, Jesus Christ who died for us. And I think I have been preaching long. I'm not sure how long I'm preaching, but, you know, be encouraged. These are the word of God that we should hold it and keep marching. You may be fall, but get up, throw it, you know, shake yourself, go. Because God do, doesn't care what you have done in 10 years ago. You know, what you have done 20 years ago. What you have, even though you have seen yourself, the soil mirror, he doesn't look that. He looks as a fool. He loves you. He cares you. May the wonderful Almighty God bless us and continue to give us the spirit that we live on earth. As long as we live, live like, like all with his son. Not looking ourselves that soil mirror and being discouraged. You know, when even David, you know, after winning, after winning the, the war with Goliath, he says, who am I, Lord? That all that you have done to me, who am I? You know, all that. And he was he married to the king's daughter. That was the reward because he owned the battle. And uh, but he was discouraged. And he's saying that who am I? Means he sees himself, that soil mirror, you know. That's what. Let's throw that and let's look in a bigger way that it's God care for us. May the good Lord bless us this morning. Amen.